Hello yogis, in this month's podcast we're looking at how you can get motivated. In particular, maybe you've wanted to establish a regular home practice for a while and you just don't know how to get the ball rolling. I do hope you enjoy it and I look forward to assisting you on your journey. Before we get started, we'll just have a look at some of the benefits that a regular yoga or meditation practice can bring to your life. So I found yoga and meditation really gives me tools to change how I'm feeling. So if there are negative mindset um, or negative energy levels within the body, you can work with the physical body and with the breath, with a, a mind Um, attention to the mind to allow yourself to bring about a different feeling and a different way of approaching your day. You also get an improved quality of physical health. So your muscles get stronger, they become more flexible. You're also bringing a, a core strength to your system. So rather than just working some of the outer muscles, you're also working on the supporting muscles in your body. And these muscles really literally hold your body in and up and so as you get older if they get weaker you can become more tired because you're actually having to hold your body up yourself you're using vital energy to do that so by keeping the core of the body nice and strong and healthy and flexible then you're going to feel less tired and you're also going to feel younger you're also moving the lymphatic system and so therefore the lymphatic fluid around your body which only has a capacity to move around your body through either the movement of your breath or through the movement of your physical body and it's your lymphatic system that clears out toxins and that keeps your immune system strong so as we age and particularly if we have a job that we're quite sort of stationary in it's really really important to begin to build movement into the day Because of the stress-relieving aspect of a yoga practice, physically releasing tension from the body um, and mentally inspiring more positive thought, it's often a case that sleep is improved. We tend to store a lot of tension in the physical body and then that can prevent sleep. We tend to keep the mind really active, particularly late at night, and often not able to put thoughts down and to know when now's the time to rest. Well, a yoga practice will help you to recognize, first of all, when you're stressed, when you're overthinking, and then it will give you the tools to be able to change that. This then also leads to uh, an improved resistance to stress. So your stress levels you're beginning to manage because stress is part of everyday life. It's not necessarily negative. We need a certain amount of good stress to keep us going, um, to keep us motivated. But it's important to know when to stop and to be able to choose when you need to rest and to put something down. 
basically also yoga helps you with a more balanced lifestyle so as you become more sensitive to your physical body and the way that you're feeling energetically you might start to find as I've mentioned in other podcasts a different relationship with the food that you eat and the way that you manage your time and your relationships so going back to that sleep again it may be that you used to repetitively go to bed way too late and always felt tired as a result whereas if you commit to waking up and doing 20 minute yoga practice in the morning you might go to bed a little bit earlier knowing how much better you feel for getting up that much earlier and then doing a lovely practice to start your day with. Likewise you might choose to finish your day with a very gentle yoga practice which will help to bring your body down into sleep. You can begin to feel a direct relationship with everything that's around you. So the idea of yoga, although it's an inward practice, that inward practice allows you to have more room, more capacity to deal with the things that are going on around you. You're able to filter things more readily and that enables you to to be more connected, to be more active in the world around you. There are lots and lots of different styles of yoga and meditation to choose from and we're not all going to want to do the same thing. So yoga is so wonderful, there's many different forms of yoga that you can do and so basically you can find a practice that's going to fit in with your lifestyle, with your energy, with your outlook and it will just match your current circumstances. That might change as your life progresses and you move through different stages of life. So in yoga philosophy, there'd be different practices that you prioritize at different times in your life. And so a good teacher would be able to guide you with that. But basically any attention and time that you're giving to yourself is going to be a positive. Any movement that you're bringing to your body is going to be a positive. And in any way that you can become conscious of your breath and naturally begin to slow the breath down and therefore calm your nervous system and to relieve stress is really going to have a major benefit on your overall health. So I hope that those benefits inspire you in some way we're going to have a look now at some of the pitfalls some of the reasons why people tend not to either begin or to stick with a a practice of yoga it might be for example that it's not yoga that you want to do you might want to instead of doing a yoga practice get into a habit of going for a jog regularly so what I'm giving you here will help you to manage another form of exercise or meditation or another kind of discipline that you want to get into. So you've decided you want to become motivated and to start doing a regular practice of yoga or any other form of exercise that you've been hankering to do um, every single new year. Now here are some some of the common pitfalls that people fall into as to why they fall off the bandwagon. The first one I hear is that there's not enough time in the day and I'm lucky now I've I've got to a point in my day where I have time but for years and years and years I had to get up earlier in order to be able to fit a practice in. Um, I'm somebody that likes to exercise in the morning rather than in the evening but you might be somebody whose energy dictates that you're better 
off exercising in the evening. Now I'd advise that you don't do a strong yoga practice, um, you know, like really strong postures, a lot of core stuff in the evening because that will prevent you from sleeping, at least if you do it sort of two hours before bed, um, any any nearer than that to bedtime and it, it can really uh, sort of wake you up and stop you sleeping if it's a strong practice. So if you're wanting to do sort of strong yoga um, to sort of really get everything moving, then I'd advise that to be more in the morning. But you really do have to make it part of your day. Um, each day you take time to shower and to clean your teeth. You usually have breakfast. If you're good, you have breakfast. <laughs> um, so it is making it part of of your your sort of morning must do and it's not something to be dread you know to live with dread you you basically some mornings I'll wake up in the morning and I've got a choice I'll either lay in bed for an hour or I'll get up and do my practice and really for me unless I'm not feeling well or you know I'm particularly tired then I would always choose to get up and do a practice because it really does start the day. I like to practice when everybody else is asleep so that I've got that space and the house to myself and I can really sort of get into that mindset and get into that vibe. So it might be, for example, that you choose just to do something simple like a, a few uh, sun salutations in the morning. You'll get up out of bed and maybe you stand at the end of your bed, soften your knees as you take your arms up and over your head and as you breathe out with knees soft, you'll relax over your legs. So you're just standing in a forward fold. As you breathe in, you might encourage your arms back up to the sky and as you breathe out, bring your hands to your heart. You might do that four or five times and that might be your practice. You might have a little space at the end of the bed where you can do that practice. You might take yourself into another room that you've set up with a yoga mat and that you can do that practice there. So even something as simple as that for me is classed as an early morning yoga practice and it really will be enough if you did it regularly to let that time in the morning become a, a routine for you and you've made time then you've actually made time to do a practice another thing I hear is that there's not enough energy you know you just feel that you've been so stressed out in the day um, you're exhausted by the time you get home you eat your tea and you want to just fall asleep on the sofa the last thing you feel like doing is exercising well, as I mentioned, there's different kinds of yoga exercises. So if you are feeling like that, it's only 10 or 15 minutes. You might want to roll a mat out in the lounge, dim the lights, put on some sweet music and just do a few gentle sort of knee to nose squeezes as you lie on your back, floating arms up and over the head, maybe a few gentle spinal twists and, and before you know where you are you sort of eased out the tension of the day. So if you do decide to do a practice in the morning and you wake up and for whatever reason you haven't got the energy that you had the day before don't feel that you've got to do the same practice that you did the day before. Allow yourself to listen to what your body's telling you and you can still do a practice in the morning but make it more of a gentle one. Allow yourself to be in your truth as you practice. And this has been probably the single biggest change that's happened to me 
of late. Um, I always used to be quite rigid in what I wanted to do practice wise and I've reached an age now where my body's changing and some days I haven't got as much energy as others, some days my body's storing tension more than it was the day before and because of that I have to practice differently so if I'm feeling a bit physically tense I'll do a much softer practice. If I've got more energy about me and I'm feeling more clear I'll do a stronger practice. So with ladies as well as I just mentioned there a monthly cycle is something to consider when you're choosing your practice. You don't want to do inversions deep twists or deep back bends, particularly um, on heaviest days of a cycle. Um, it's best just to rest and maybe just focus more on meditation on those first couple of days. But we are all different. It may be that your body responds absolutely fine, um, you know, even in the early days. So do, do be guided by your body. But yoga philosophy states that a lady should rest particularly in the first few days. Another thing to consider is any practice is better than no practice. So even if you are feeling lethargic and you you know you feel like you don't want to be bouncing around on a yoga mat, as I've mentioned, just doing a few gentle sun salutations or half salutations it's just a way of getting the body moving. You might just stand there and just take a standing twist where you'll float your arms out to a T-shape with your feet hip distance apart to the floor. And as you breathe out, you'll twist to the right, you'll breathe into centre, and as you breathe out, you'll twist to the left. And follow that always with a gentle forward fold if you've done any twists. So there's even the simplest of postures, if you do it regularly enough, before you know where you are, you'll be able to change your energy, give yourself some energy, and you'll be missing those practices if you don't do them. If you are feeling unwell, please just sit quietly and meditate, focusing on your breath, and just give your you know, your body the opportunity to fix itself. I do believe that some gentle stretches, if you've got a bit of a cold or something, are fine. But if your muscles are aching and you've got a fever, it's really best that you don't do any form of exercise. Another common uh, thing that I hear is, I don't know what to do. You know, the feeling of inspiration isn't there. So there's no harm um, turning to a recorded class that you might have. Maybe it's somebody that you follow on YouTube. Um, I'm going to be doing some uh, recorded classes like a library that will be starting hopefully before the end of this year, before the end of 2020. I would have got that up and running. So watch this space. But you know, there's plenty of, of um, things to choose from out there, plenty of teachers that are offering some online things. That's great to do sometimes. And the other thing is, is to not be frightened to go with how you feel. So it may be, particularly if you regularly go to a class and you're quite familiar with different yoga poses, it may be that you just stand on your mat or kneel on your mat or sit on your mat and you just get inspired with a twist or a forward fold or a little back bend and then that leads to something else. And let your body guide you and as long as you're not working into any pain, as long as you're listening to your body's energy, then that's one of the best forms of practice. You know, you're following the guidance of your own body which really is, is the best teacher out there. 
A lot of people live in a household with a lot of other people in it and there are many distractions. So, um, you know, bear in mind that things do crop up and it, it might be that you have to schedule your your timed session for another time in the day if if you know something's happened then um, that's not a problem you can either do it later on or on that particular day skip it okay maybe though you could opt for a slightly shorter practice um, you know don't don't feel bad if your practice is only half the length it was yesterday but anything is better than nothing. So, you know, just doing a few minutes at, at your regular time will just help you to keep connected to that time and help you to keep in sync. Don't beat yourself up, as I said, if it, if it doesn't happen on any given day. You know, we, we I have days sometimes where I go for walks most days and um, obviously I do my practice as well. And at weekends in particular, you know, if we're off going to be doing something at the weekend, I can't always fit both of those in. So I might do one thing one day and then the other thing the next. And if your body is asking for a rest, let it have a rest. In the Ashtanga um, yoga tradition, they don't practice on a Saturday anyway um, and they also don't practice on the full moon or the new moon so there's different reasons for that but it does give the body um, an opportunity to have a break and you need to listen to that as well okay so the other thing that you need to be aware of is just you know four days practice is better than none so if you are, have been practicing really really well for three days and then you get two days when you can't make it to your mat you've still done those three days don't let two days off turn to three days and four days and before you know where you are you haven't done it for a week and then it's really difficult to get you know back onto the mat if that happens you know consider what the benefits are allow yourself some time to reconnect with your mat you don't have to to start where you left off you can start with a more gentle practice you can start just by being present on your mat but just begin to build a relationship back up with your mat and that time that you put aside and that time for yourself and before you know where you are you'll be back in the swing of it physical space is sometimes an issue for people so really you just need floor space that's the size of a of a small yoga mat um obviously to make a flow a little bit easier you want to be able to stretch your arms out either side as you're lying on your back and possibly lengthen a leg out to the side as well that will give you the best range of of movement but if you are limited on space then do what you can in the space that you've got you know many postures um, don't take up too much room downward facing dog cat cow there's obviously the standing forward folds and gentle seated twists and things like that that you can build in and if your practice is limited because of the space you know still get into a routine but maybe attend um, some classes you know when you get a chance I know we can't really do that particularly at the moment with a lot of places sort of not operating um, but even if you take yourself outside if the weather's good 
anything that you can do is better than doing nothing and it's going to keep that mindset of you know establishing this practice and growing with your practice as well there is even chair yoga that you can do so if you're you know you work in an office and it's quite a popular thing chair yoga so even if you've just got a chair you know you have a look for some chair yoga videos on um, YouTube um, or buy yourself a book and allow yourself just to go through some of the poses there there's loads of different ways to be inspired okay um, if for example this is a very um, I get this <laughs> that I don't like the mood I'm in today if something has made you angry or um, you're just feeling a little bit demoralized it can be really really difficult to give yourself that love and that nurturing particularly if you feel angry because you know to do yoga if you're angry is really difficult because the whole nature of a yoga practice is you're opening up you know you're breathing you're expanding you're enlivening and when we're angry about something we want to do the complete opposite we want to curl up in a ball shoulders hunched arms folded and we don't want to let the world in these opportunities are fantastic if you do wake up feeling like that you sit on your yoga mat and you just sit with the emotion that you've got with you whether it's one of low self-esteem um, whether you're a bit unhappy or if you as I said you're cross allow yourself a few minutes just to sit with it you don't immediately have to change anything sometimes these feelings you know push at us and you know they sort of beg for our attention but we don't want to look at them and then they keep begging and keep begging and they linger and linger whereas if you allow yourself some time to sit with those feelings with those emotions often you can watch those emotions float away sometimes you'll need to start a little practice first so if you're feeling angry some back bends or some gentle twists or just focusing with a, a standing pose with your feet to the floor and just reach your hands to the sky interlace the palms and just find some length maybe a little side bend to the right and then over to the left and just just feel through your body and recognize, you know, you've got the capacity there, you've got the tools to change this, you've got the tools to allow the practice to dissolve those negative emotions and to let your true inner, inner beauty and inner nature come through. Okay, so those are some of the pitfalls that um, I hear people mention. So what we can do now is just to maybe allow yourself to go and get a piece of paper and a pen and grab yourself a cup of tea or a cup of coffee and just sit down and just look at your regular day if every day is a bit all over the place maybe just pick three days in a week to start with and allow yourself just to find a little bit of time 15-20 minutes at different points in those days where you could build in a regular practice as it doesn't have to be every day and you don't have to worry about what the practice is going to be do look for something if you can that you know you can commit to so ideally first thing in the morning is usually the best because you have got the option of getting up that 15 minutes earlier and making that time 
if you've got children and they're youngsters, I know it's not always that simple. So maybe you need to to factor that 15 minutes in when somebody else is at home and can babysit while you do your practice. You could always have your child in the room with you. Um, I used to do that when mine were little and they find it, uh, you know, a lot of fun, you know, being with mum or dad as they're, they're practising. So it's important, you know, to feel that you can still do it, even if it is going to be slightly different with a child around you. Animals as well. My cats join in on a regular basis. If, however, you're wanting to do a really serious practice where you're really trying to allow yourself to work very, very inwards, it is a lovely idea to have some time completely to yourself. And this would also be the time when I would do a practice that isn't guided by a video um, or a recording in any way. You want to find, if you're working in that way, your own breath, your own pace, your own postures. Okay, so please, please do check first with a, a yoga teacher if you are unsure at all about your um, safety in practicing, if you've got any ailments or any conditions or anything that might impact on your safety. But just don't do anything that causes your body pain. Never overstretch into joints. So you're trying to work using the muscles of your body and you know, things like knees don't like to twist, they only bend one way. So there's there's things you've really got to be aware of. As long as you're working with the guidance of a teacher at some point on your journey, it would be safe for you to start then allowing a bit more of an individual practice from time to time, having a teacher there for guidance if you need to ask them any questions. I hope that that has given you some ideas. Please, please do feel free to contact me um, if you need any guidance or you have any questions or anything. Um, with your piece of paper, as I said, just mark out those 15-minute slots and that's all you need to do. The rest of it you can build from there. Buy yourself a little candle get some nice music that you can play, set the scene so that you know, you'll know you feel like you're in the vibe and that you've created a space, you've created a feeling, an opportunity for you to put things down and to pick things up as and when you want to. Okay, have a wonderful time setting up your practice and please, please get in touch. Next month, I'm, I might actually do a little guided practice um, through the podcast. So just um, I'm deciding whether to do that. So hopefully I'll have that in place for you next month, unless something more urgent is pressing. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.